Watching the things go by, I try to see the goodness out the time. Rain in, and then comes lightning. The stream floods on the top. Better have the blues and red eyes. Oh. Watching the things go by. I try to see the business all comes out. I'd rather have the blues. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy, the small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> Namaste. Every Monday at 6 p.m., it's Joke Workshop, streaming live on MutinyRadio.fm. Lift the veil from your third eye on joke creation and what it takes to be a stand-up comic in the five shakasanas of San Francisco's comedy scene. This all-ages open mic invites comedy. Oh, pre-sign by Venmoing two to five dollars at Mutiny Radio. Join us live for a small and special audience 
at the Mutiny Radio Studio and Gallery Performance Space, 2781 21st Street at Florida Street in the deep, deep, deep mission. Every Monday at 6 p.m. Does my ponytail look cool? Thank you. Namaste. Tuesday used to be the most unlikely night for fun. But every week at 6 p.m., come to OMG's Tuesday Open Mic. And see comics work out new material for free. For free. They get your Tuesday night party on with two-for-one well drink specials during the 6 to 8 p.m. show. Check out Eventbrite to reserve your free seat every Tuesday, 6 p.m. At OMG on Savory 6th Street. Savory 6th Street. Show up to go up. Come watch your favorite John Hughes 80s films through a whole new lens. We'll have the subtitles on and the volume low while a panel of feminists critique these beloved movies that shaped a generation with sexist, classist, homophobic, racist plots and characters and settings along with a healthy dose of damage property. Hosted by staunch feminist Pam Benjamin at Mutiny Radio, join us 215 for 16 candles with boring crowd. Yeah, no, because we're talking about that thing that's happening Saturday. It's coming. It's coming. Uh, we know a couple things. Yeah. Um, I, I feel confident. You know, it's on March 18th. We got that much. Okay, we got a day. 8 p.m. Uh, eight, it's at 8. We got a time. Cool. Okay. That Mutiny Radio. We got a place. Uh, Where's that? Mutiny Radio. Oh, I think it's yeah, 2781 21st Street. Oh, yeah, because I got to put it on the poster. Okay. Uh, $25. That's uh, pretty reasonable. For, you might not. Well, plus, you know, who's going to be headlining is Lauren Trout. What? Yeah. But with it. Pretty important. What are we gonna call that? I don't know. What are we gonna call the show? I don't know because it it's got to be something big and epic. Because she's yeah. been to like Cobb's Punchline. She's yeah, yeah, yeah. All over the place, you gotta right? think Crowd of the Box. Wow. Huh? What if it was more like a like a crowdtastic voyage? Oh, that's some pretty crowdical thinking on your part, Dominic. <laughs> I crowd hardly wait to go see that show. Uh, one, two, three strikes your crowd. I didn't. Yeah. I okay. I'm be, I'm gonna I'm gonna step in here and let's just call it Mutiny Radio presents. Lauren Kraut. How Sounds about that? Well, it's very straight, very straightforward. Yeah, yeah I right? guess. If you yeah. want to be all business about it. Ooh, Ooh business. So it'll, it'll be like Mutiny Radio presents your headliner, Lauren Kraut, Saturday, March 18th at uh, 8 p.m. Featuring, at, featuring Pam Benjamin. Featuring the one and only Pam Benjamin. $25, 8 p.m. Cool. And it's at Crowd of This World. Crowd about. Crowd funding campaign. Lauren's store for you tomorrow. <laughs> oh, that one's good. good one. There it is. It's 6 o'clock, everybody. It's Monday night. It's time for the Joke Workshop here on Monday, every 6 to 8 p.m. or whenever. Uh, hi, I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, and we are going to have a bunch of great comics tonight. Um, if you have burning comments, then we can give comments. If you don't, it's, you know, we'll just move it along. And your first comedian of the night uh, wanted to run their new opening. So put your hands together for Pam Benjamin. Yay! I'm so excited to be here tonight with you guys. This is really great. Hi, welcome. Hi, come on in. Uh, my name is Pam. We're going to strap in. We're going to learn a lot of things tonight. Yeah, we're going to learn about feminism. We're going to learn about drugs. 
Yeah, we're going to learn about abortions, friends. It's going to be a magical, magical journey. So I invite you all to look under your seats and take the mushroom tap underneath there. And made you look. Yeah, you love drugs. I can tell. Woo. What's your favorite drug? Comedy? Comedy's not a drug. Oh, my God. The endorphins. I guess when you're as old as you are, you need endorphins from anywhere. So it's like, just keep me alive. Laughing. If I'm laughing, I'm breathing, and I'm still alive. That's a good drug. Oxygen. Oxygen. That might be the best drug for you at this point. Any other favorite drugs out there? Alcohol is a drug. I learned that after my DUI and going to a bunch of classes. Indeed, alcohol is a drug, a legal drug, but... I'm a responsible drinker. Uh, that's why I decided to never have children. Yay! I love drugs. I never want to have kids. Hooray! My favorite drug's actually called midazolam. None of you love drugs enough. Midazolam's a benzodiazepine. It's a short-lived, fast-acting benzodiazepine. It's like a super valiant. It's like lorazepam or diazepam. Doctors actually call them the two-pam family. Give them two-pam. I love benzos! I do. I love benzos so much. I love them so much. Usually, they give you midazolam when you get an abortion. That's when you usually get that five-minute, happy, great feeling. Oh, and I only have one regret about my second abortion. So they've given me the midazolam. My Hello? Veronica? Oh, hello. Can you hear me? Attention Ukrainians. Not only. Attention Poles. In San Francisco at the Polish Club, Saturday, March 18th, 5 o'clock. Come to the Polish Club to watch a movie that translates to My Thoughts Are Silent. What's the name of that movie, Veronica? That, that come watch Moyetuki. <laughs> Very close. So we're having a little fun uh, fundraiser. Ten dollar recommended donation. Uh there's gonna be a film, like we said. Art, popcorn included, Polish food, arts and crafts, writing station. What's writing station? Write some thoughts you have about the war in Ukraine. And if you would like to send a message to Ukrainians who are back there, you can use that. You heard it from Veronica. Come for the community. Stay for the movie. Uh, yes, yeah. We would like to see you there. Come to Ukrainian Film Night, Saturday, March 18th at the Polish Club in San Francisco, 3040 22nd Street. Polish 5 p.m. Polish Club. See you there. Adios. Ma, which respectfully addresses the Divine Mother, Kalima. Kalima. Record two bucks. You're gonna meet Jack.
how you solve the Mohawk. He's um, Larry Horgan. He's in a band called Random Conflict. He used to be in Skeletor. Now he's in something else. You can buy the type here. Ours will be here soon. Did you know that? Ours will be here soon. Ah, look. He obviously didn't get anything in. Scorpions. Last row of new arrivals. Everything else we've already looked at. Usually the good stuff's in there. Seem to see nothing different. My favorite group, personally. to the shirt. The Metallica shirt. You can't find anywhere else. What else? We've got another one over here. Come on. It's in here. It's another Metallica shirt. But you can't find anywhere else. Here it is. And this is for all one on the back. And all y'all that are watching the shoot, send us ten dollars and we'll, you know, we'll And none of y'all little people. I hate the little people. Come over. Yeah, Cabaret, get this. No. Oh, wait, the girls, the female fans. My father's gonna be watching this. Okay, we're at Chad's house right there. It's Chad's house. We're going to my house. Yeah, I think, uh, all these are just out. 
for the Motley Crue fans out there. Well, here's one you'll never get. See that? There's one. Um, here, this is one of my favorites. Daryl has this too. It's the Helter Skelter picture. Is that not gorgeous? That, that's their new album. Um, Metallica. There's plenty of that. Here, this is Daryl's album to be. Hold it up. One day. Yes. Send more, send less, we need it. Gesture embodies the energy of all great 
explorations in the yoga of sound, I would like to invite you to move your body in rhythm to a devotional mantra to Kali, great feminine force and personification of Shakti as primal power. Start by standing with your right hand pointing upward and away from you. All your fingers are held close together. Your left hand is pointing downward. Once again, all your fingers are held close together. are held close together. This beautiful gesture embodies the energy of all the great goddesses, offering solace to the suffering and blessing the world with divine grace. Begin to turn slowly and deliberately while maintaining this mudra. You will remember that to turn clockwise draws you into your deep center, while turning anti-clockwise moves you outward into the world. Let your body move in the direction it feels most inclined to. Clockwise motion will draw all energy into your center, transforming it, while the opposite will allow energy to flow out of your deep center into the world, offering healing to where it is most needed at this time. Whatever images come to your mind, be aware that you are blessing and relieving suffering through chanting this mantra with devotion. There are four exclamations in this mantra, Shri Ma, which respectfully addresses the Divine Mother, Kalima, Adhima, Primal Mother, and Pahima, which is Holy Mother. Each musical variation of the mantra is repeated twice, so listen and then sing along. Once the variations become familiar, you can sing continuously. After the chanting, allow your body to slowly come to stillness. Start now by saying the mantra with me. Srima Kalima
The rioters had abandoned all concern for themselves, for their safety, and for their freedom. Some threw rocks, stones, cans of beer, and soda at police in cars and police on foot. Heavily burdened people staggered out of the doors of supermarkets, followed by billows of smoke. Men and women carried electrical appliances in their arms, and some pushed washers and dryers down the middle of the street. However, nothing, not the voices trained to relay excitement, nor the images of unidentifiable looters entering and leaving unlighted shops could, cap could capture the terrifying threat of a riot, like the stench of scorched wood and burning rubber. Radios blared, Watts is on fire. Television cameras filmed a group of men turning over a car and a young woman throwing a bottle at a supermarket window. The glass seemed to break in slow motion. In fact, throughout the duration of the explosion, every incident shown on television seemed acted out at a pace slower than real time. Sirens screamed through the night, and television screens showed gangs of young men refusing to allow fire trucks a chance to put out fires. Burn, baby, burn. The instruction came clear over the radios. Burn, baby, burn. Then I walked. The smell had turned putrid as plastic furniture and supermarket meat departments smoldered. When I reached the main street, I stopped and watched as people pushed piled high store carts 
out of burning buildings. Police seemed to be everywhere and nowhere, watching from inside their cars. A young boy, his arms laden, his face knotted in concentration, suddenly saw me. He asked, you want a radio? I was amazed that there was no guilt in his voice. I said, no, no, not yet. Thanks anyway. Ordinarily, I would have read in the boy's face or felt or heard. Uh-oh, this woman knows I've been stealing. There would have been at least an ounce of shame. But his approach had been conspiratorial, as if to say, we're in this together. I know you not only know what I'm doing, but you approve of it and would do it yourself if you could. Smoke and screams carried in the air. Someone behind me was cursing long, keen streaks of profanity. It became hard to discern if the figures brushing past me were male or female, young or old. The farther I walked, the more difficult it was to breathe. I had turned and started back to my car when a sound cut the air. The loud whine of police sirens was so close it stabbed into my ears. Policemen in gas masks emerged out of the smoke, figures from a nightmare. Alarm flooded me, and in a second, I was dislocated. It seemed that the sirens were in my nose, and smoke packed my ears like cotton. Two policemen grabbed a person in front of me. They dragged the man away as he screamed, Take your hands off me, you bastards. Let me go. I ran, but I couldn't see the pavement, so it was nearly impossible to keep my footing. I ran anyway. Someone grabbed for me, but I shrugged off the hand and continued running. My lungs were going to burst, and my calves were cramping. I pushed myself along. I was still running when I realized I was breathing clean air. I read the street signs and saw I was almost a mile away from my car, but at least I wasn't in jail. Because I had run in the opposite direction from where I had parked, I would have to circle watch to find my car.
thousand watts. Our your friend Charlie Pawnshop was a glorious blaze. I heard the flames lick, then eat the trays of zircons, mounted in red gold alloys, Easter clothes and stolen furs burned in the attic. Radios and TVs crackled with static plugged in only to a racial outlet. Hospitality Southern style. Cornphone grits and you all smile. Whole blocks novi. Brand new stars. Policemen caught in their brand new cars. Chugga chugga chugga. Get me one nigga. Looting and burning. He won't get far. Lightning, a hundred watts. Detroit, Newark, and New York. Screeching nerves, exploding minds. Lives tied to a policeman's whistle and a welfare worker's doorbell finger. Spirit walked with me on my second visit to the exploding section of Watts. I became invisible in the black community. I had to stop and stand still when I realized that no one seemed to see me. When I had visited Watts on the first day of my new job, no one spoke to me or commented on my presence, but I was seen. This time, I could have been in a white neighborhood. When a black person appears in a white part of town, there's a moment of alarm. But if the black doesn't appear threatening, he is erased from the white mind immediately. In the black community, a black person is always given her humanity. On this visit to Watts, the responses were different. Neither the looters, the police, the spectators, nor the National Guard took notice of me. A group of young men was bouncing a car filled with white passengers whose faces looked like Halloween masks through the car windows. Terror bulged from their eyes, and if the windows had been open, I would have heard the screams pouring out of their wide, gaping mouths. A phalanx of police slipped by me and were upon the rioters quickly and quietly. The officers began handcuffing the offenders, and I turned my attention to the now settled car. Its inhabitants were exchanging smiles that I didn't read as smiles of relief, but rather of satisfaction. They had come to Watts to get a thrill, and hadn't they done just that? The newly arrested men were marched close enough for me to touch them, but neither they nor the police regarded me. I came upon some people who were sauntering down the main street, casually taking in the sights. They were so at ease in that uneasy time and place that it was obvious that they lived in the neighborhood. Their concentration was on the stores, and the burned-out shells of buildings, so they didn't see me. The havoc now had areas of calm, 
and either I brought serenity with me or it found me wherever I was. I watched as people sifted through debris. Each whole cup or unbroken plate was treated as a treasure. A woman smiled with pleasure when she found a matched pair of shoes. A man passed me carrying a pair of well-worn pants. He was grinning. <laughs>